the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in, in what part of the country? <laughs> Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. The following program is sponsored by Bible Boot Camp Ministries. You call area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Yes, you guessed it. You did not get this program by accident. If you're interested in the Bible, if you're interested in hermeneutics, if you're interested in systematic theology or apologetics, this is the program for you, the Bible Talk program. Okay? And that number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Uh, we start out on Thursdays, as always, with uh, my very special guest, my mentor, my teacher, would say former teacher, but he still uh, teaches me a thing or two even now. <laughs> that would be Mr. Smith. How are you doing, Mr. Smith? I'm doing very well, Pastor Moss. I hope you are, too. Uh, we're doing uh, doing great here, and uh, just keeping you up and uh, your family up in prayer as, uh, as well. God bless you. And uh, looking forward to some more discussion of uh, hermeneutics with you. What have you got for us tonight? Well, I want to stress again the importance of searching the scriptures. Okay. People just don't understand, I suspect, how important that really is. Because if you search the scriptures yourself, you learn it yourself, and you retain it better, and you can make it easier for yourself to share it with others. And uh, I found over many years that the more the Lord enables you to learn the more the Lord is able to use you from time to time to help someone else in their spiritual journey to come to a saving knowledge of Christ. An interesting thing happened today, Pastor Moss, when I turned on my computer upstairs. The ones downstairs are playing games on me, so I have to use the main one up here. But when I went on to Facebook to look at my Facebook account or page, whatever you call it, it often has a section called Your Memories, and it will bring up something that I posted two years ago, one year ago, six years ago. 
And it brought up this one from six years ago, if I recall correctly. And let me just read you a little tiny bit here of what I wrote back then. Sure. I thought, boy, this ties right in to what we talk about on Pastor Moss's program. (laughs) Back then I said, one must be thoroughly grounded in the Scriptures, Colossians 2.7, in order to discern truth from error. If you have not done that thorough homework, you won't have that gift. 2 Timothy 3.16 and 17. It is recorded in the Gospels about ten times that Jesus asked the question, Have ye never read? Or the equivalent. And you'll see that like in Matthew 21.16 and especially Mark 2.25 and all the parallel passages that you find by using a cross-reference resource. He also stated, Whoso readeth, let him understand, Matthew twenty four fifteen, thus asserting that it is possible to understand many of the most difficult things in Scripture. But wow. if you are not reading God's Word, if you are not studying God's Word by searching the Scriptures, John five thirty nine, remember Jesus said, Search the Scriptures, for in them ye think ye have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me. We talked about that on a recent program, mentioning that that word think does not mean wrongly think, but rightly think, contrary to what some very eminent and notable scholars, both older and contemporary, suggest. Acts 17.11 says that the Bereans searched the scriptures daily to see if those things were so that Paul was telling them. That's right. So I say that if you're not reading God's word, studying God's word by searching the scriptures, You are not there yet. We never get to the point where we know it all. We are to keep on growing in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. See 2 Peter 3, 17 and 18. And you know, you told me something uh, uh, as we talked right before this program began, and uh, I agree with the comment that you made. You said that if more Christians were engaged in witnessing and, you know, uh, working to bring someone to Christ, uh, they would read more of their Bible. That's exactly right. And by the way, if you ever get a chance to teach a Sunday school class, that's a real strong motivator to get to know the Bible better. <laughs> and especially if you teach, as I did for some time, a high school class, and let the students ask you questions. Well, you know, there's where you, you said it, because a lot of Sunday school teachers don't understand. You know, you I remember typically uh, that people study uh, for the lesson they're going to present, but when they get up there teaching, the students, especially those youngsters, they start asking questions all over the place, don't they? That's right. And sometimes, Pastor Moss, I'll have to confess, I didn't know the answer. So what I told him was, well, you know what, I'm going to have to dig into that a little, and I'll report back next Sunday at First thing in the Sunday school lesson and complete the answer to that question. (laughs) And (laughs) luckily I had a large enough library of resources, even back then in the 1960s, to come up with an answer to most any Bible question anybody would ask. Well, I'll tell you one thing concerning myself. Every time I asked you a question uh, when I was at CAS, you had the answer. So I don't know, maybe you'd have been 
you know, getting uh, deeply involved in your Bible because I don't remember. And it's okay to say that. I mean, it's nothing wrong with saying I got to get back with you. But uh, I can't remember a time when I asked you one you didn't have a good answer for. It. Yeah, most of the time I do have the answer, and that's because, of course, I've read and studied it since 1953. Wow. So. That's quite a few years from then till now, Pastor Moss. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah, I was talking with you about a verse that I want to share on the program today, Ephesians uh-huh. four fourteen, where Paul writes that we henceforth be no more children, tossed to and fro, and carried about with every wind of doctrine, by the slight of men, and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie and wait to deceive. Okay. That's a pretty important set of concepts there. Wow. And the way you get to be where you aren't tossed about with every wind of doctrine is you have to study the Bible for yourself. What does it mean exactly when it talks about not being tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine, Mr. Smith? Well, just like he says in the following uh, phrase, by the slight of men, you'll find that men are sometimes innocently mistaken in what they teach, but sometimes they're using cunning craftiness, which means they aren't so innocent, and you hear them and take it all in and say, well, that sounds right, I guess that's what what the Bible teaches. But if you then go back and read the Bible for yourself, you might find that a few things that some very sincere teachers and preachers of the Word taught you might not prove to be quite correct because they didn't do their homework. Wow. So this is showing how the devil can deceive you through false doctrine. That's right. Wow. I remember Pastor Moss back at that that time. I had a friend who was the brother of a young lady that was in my Sunday school class, and I saw him on the street one day, and we were talking, and he said, Mr. Smith, our church, we don't teach doctrine. (laughs) And if I told you the name of the church, you'd know the church even yet today. (laughs) It was a big church, but guess what? Eventually, my Sunday school class had a bigger high school group than that church did, (laughs) which was kind of interesting. But my point was, when he said that, I said, you know, when you say that your church doesn't emphasize doctrine or teach doctrine, that's a doctrine by itself, <laughs> and not a very good one. <laughs> well, well, that's correct, and, and, and I don't know, I'm sure you may be familiar with uh, Rick Warren, who wrote The uh, Purpose Driven Life. Yes. In uh, chapter one and two of his book, uh, he said that when you get to heaven, uh, God's not going to ask you about doctrine. He's going to ask you, what did you do with uh, my son? And I said, wow, what a statement to make. What do you think about that? I don't think it's quite correct. And here's why. Now, Rick Warren has done marvelous work. I used to listen to him when he was on Moody Broadcasting every evening, and he was really good. Uh-huh. But in the Bible in the New Testament in particular, but I'm sure I could search the Scriptures myself and show you it's true in the Old Testament, too. There are two kinds of apostasy that are mentioned. One kind is doctrinal apostasy, 
And the other kind, you might label something like maybe moral apostasy. Now, the doctrinal apostasy is found, for instance, in 1 Corinthians 15.2, where Paul warns them to continue in the faith and not forget what he taught them. But the moral apostasy is taught in 1 Corinthians 6, 9, 10, and 11, where he says that there are a whole bunch of things that if you're engaged in as a lifestyle, you shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Uh-huh. So that would be moral apostasy. Now, a lot of folks don't believe that it's possible for a genuine Christian to fall into apostasy. But that's not what Jesus said. That's not what Jesus warned against. And that's not what Paul said, and that's not what Paul warned against. And if you had cross-references available to you, like are available in the original Treasury of Scripture Knowledge, or my book, The New Treasury of Scripture Knowledge, or my more recent digital book called The Ultimate Cross-Reference Treasury, if you went to those verses, you'd learn in a hurry that there are examples, like in 1 Timothy chapter 1, I think it's verse 19 and 20, where there are some people that Paul mentions by name that fell into apostasy. But it's quite certain that they believed correctly and truly in the first place. Now, I know people will run to John chapter 10, verse 29 and verse 28, and say that those who really believe in Christ will be in his hand and nobody can take him out of his hand and so on. Yes, that's true. But guess what kind of people Jesus is talking about there? They forget to read verse 27, because just quoting from memory and not more paraphrasing than quoting, he said that it was those, the people that heard his word and followed him. It's those people that have the benefit of that promise, not just anybody. And that's an important thing to watch the context to the proof text you think solves all the problems about what you think the doctrine is. Look what comes before it. And there's conditions there. It's not an absolute. Wow. I tell you, you know, you mentioned some resources, uh, Mr. Smith. How can the uh, uh, listening audience uh, uh, get these resources that you're talking about? What do they have to log on to? Okay, if you go to a site called www.e-sword.net, That'll take you to the eSword Bible software page. And that is a wonderful and free Bible software program. Even if you have another Bible program already installed on your computer or on whatever device you use, if you don't have eSword, you would really benefit from having it. Now, I have a Logos Bible program that is has all the bells and whistles and a huge... Library, I think I'm up to 21,800 and some books in it. Now, wow. Scholarly books, by the way. I try to usually avoid getting devotional fluff, is what I call it. <laughs> and, uh, and I read the scholarly books all the time. I've been reading some real good ones. I'll have to tell you more about it sometime. Uh-huh. But the eSword program is free. And it's the easiest to use between the two. And that's what I have open right in front of me right now as I speak to you on the program. Uh-huh. 
And so when you get to that page, you just click on the download button, and it'll download to your computer or your iPhone or your iPad or whatever else there is. It's got programs suitable for each of those, and they're free. Now, for my book, The Ultimate Cross-Reference Treasury, that is a premium module, they call it. And if you get the ESORG Bible program first, or if you already have it, and you go up to the top of the page that opens up when you open the program, there's a list of things that say Bible, commentary, dictionary tools, download, options, window, and help. Now, under that word download, if I click right now on download, it gives me those same choices. Now, they consider my book to be a commentary, so if you click on commentaries, there'll be a list. There's a bunch of free commentaries. Mine isn't free. It's called a premium module. Rick Myers called me up one day. He said, Jerry, he says, I don't want you just to produce this and do it for free. And he quoted the verse from Luke ten seven. I think it is. It says, the laborer is worthy of his hire. He says, I want you to produce the book and share it with us, and we'll do all the rest for you. And so they made it into a premium module. And so it costs about $30, but I, all the people that I've seen that comment on it give it a five-star rating, except for maybe two or three out of probably hundreds. And oh, they, they like it, and it works. And then well, Rick Myers well, asked me, he said, Jerry, he says, do you know how many references you've got in that thing? I said, no, I have no way to count them, Rick. And he says, well, I have a way to count them. He says it's over 900,000 cross-references. Wow. <laughs> well, well, that's well worth having, I'll tell you this. Yep. Mr. Smith, you made a comment, though. And so I, I just want you to explore on this a little bit more. You said, uh, de- define for us, what is this devotional fluff that you're talking about? Oh, i got to tell you a little story quickly about that. When I started taking my Greek class at Bob Jones University, my professor, who was Professor Stuart Custer, one of the first things he says to us, he says, well, he says, most of you are going into the ministry. Well, I didn't plan to become a pastor or anything like that, but he says, and I want you to take care. He says, don't buy devotional fluff. He says, if you want to have devotional material, study your Bible and write it yourself for other people or even for yourself, but don't buy that. Buy scholarly works that will help you dig deeper into God's Word. And I never forgot that suggestion he gave. All right, so in other words, and what you're saying is, is uh, not that all of it is uh, bad, but a lot of it doesn't deal with some of the things that Christians really need to discuss in terms of uh, theology and doctrine. That's right. Now, I'm not saying that none of that material is helpful for the ordinary person, and even me. I've been reading some almost devotional fluff to my wife the last couple nights. <laughs> uh, I decided we'd better dig more into Scripture and what others have taught from Scripture about prayer, because we've been praying for things, and we don't seem to be getting very many answers, or they take a long time to come around to get the answer. And this book in particular, I notice, had raises these questions and answers them. So I've been reading it to her, and it's been a quite a delightful book. It's not a super scholarly book, but it's not unscholarly, I'll say that.
Right. In other words, and in fact, you will uh, probably uh, have more guidance for knowing what are good devotional books if you study theology as well. That's right. Yeah. Yep. So it's an important key. Now, one thing I did with the new treasury and with the ultimate cross-reference treasury is I put probably the most material available anywhere in any reference source about prayer in the Bible that you can find. But even after having done all that, Pastor Moss, we still come up with questions that we want to get firmer answers to. That's right. Wow. Wow. Well, Mr. Smith, you know, I've taken up so much of your time. You didn't get to that. You had something you wanted to talk about uh, yet in hermeneutics. And uh, you were mentioning uh, Jude, I believe. Uh, uh, in the time remaining, uh, uh, what were you going to talk about? Well, let me get back on my computer to where we were then when we last talked to you. And that'll take just a moment. And you remember that we had talked a while back about the the scribes and the Pharisees having a discussion with Nicodemus. Right. And they said, search and look, you know, because they said, art thou also of Galilee? Search and look, for out of Galilee ariseth no prophet. And we searched the scriptures and found there were a whole bunch of prophets that came from Galilee. It's amazing to me that those people didn't know, and I kind of excused them, saying, well, they didn't have nice leather-bound Bibles like we have in one volume. They had to deal with one scroll at a time, and they were rather cumbersome. But we can search and find the answers in seconds compared to what they would have to search, and it would take a great deal of time to do it. Yeah, so it was I, strange that assertion, and these are supposed to be the experts, and uh, it looks like they lost it. Yeah, and my point there, too, was that when Jesus said, search the Scriptures, that's a command. Not a suggestion, uh, not a statement in the indicative mood. Wow. But then I said there's some reasons why we should search the Scriptures, and based on the fumbling that the Pharisees had, I said you've got to avoid sticking your foot in your mouth. And I ought to say that the reason I got interested in reading the Bible, Pastor Moss, in the first place, was that when I was at a, a high school, Sunday school class as a high school student myself back then, I had two teachers, John Boyko and Dean Sawden, and they both became, well, Dean Sawden was a missionary to Peru, and John Boyko became the president of a major Christian organization, I, can't, I think Christian Businessmen's Association or something like that back then. But they used to see this in a circle, and they would just go one student to the next answering a Bible question. They would ask us a question. And I'll tell you, Pastor Moss, I just shrunk down in my seat and hoped and prayed they wouldn't get to me. That's because what I hope. Any time they asked me a question, I didn't know the answer. How am I supposed to know that stuff? <laughs> so when I was on vacation with my parents as a teenager, and we went out to North Dakota and Belfield, North Dakota, where my uh, Grandma Smith lived, we looked in the farmhouse, and there was a closet full of books. And, of course, I was attracted to that, and my brother Mark was attracted to it, and he found a little New Testament. So I asked him if he would let me have the New Testament so I could read it and get prepared better for Sunday school when we got back back to Detroit. So I started reading in August of 1953, uh -huh. and by November of 1953, 
I was saved as a result. Wow. wow. And so that's why I'm so much into the idea of reading the Bible for yourself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I had heard the gospel all my life. My parents took me to Highland Park Baptist Church since they could carry me there as an infant. And it just somehow didn't register. But after reading the New Testament, and especially the verse in John chapter 5, verse 24, that said, He that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me hath everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. And that verse, I think, is the one that really struck me, and I asked myself, Am I saved? And I guess if I'm asking the question, I'm not. So I stopped right there while delivering newspapers on a little street called Lumpkin Street. And while I folded the next paper in front of a house on Lumpkin Street, I prayed and asked the Lord to save me and forgive my sins and to help me grow spiritually. And I remember after that, I was whistling a little song. Now I belong to Jesus. Jesus belongs to me, not for the years of time alone, but for eternity. Wow, wow. So that's my testimony. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, what, what happens is it's a, it is really uh, good for us to hear uh, the power of, uh, of, of God, the Holy Ghost, and how he uses Scripture. Yeah. Uh, and you're exactly right. Uh, that, that, that's, uh, that, that's where it starts. We have to go to the Word of God, and uh, we have to read the Bible, and we have to interpret Scripture by Scripture. That's the whole key. Yeah. Yeah. I'm well, so glad I... that you emphasize those kinds of things, Pastor Moss, because I suspect that's missing in many places, and I'm glad the audience has the privilege of hearing you answer Bible questions <laughs> and teach the Word. It's wonderful for all of southeastern Michigan and the whole world if they want to tune in on the Internet. Well, well, one thing for sure, though, I've, I, you know, I learned to have mercy— you know, on people who uh, ask questions, and I learned that uh, from you, because um, uh, we didn't like it, and I didn't like it when you asked me a lot of questions, Mr. Smith. <laughs> but I, I guess you had to do it to humble me and cause me to dig and to uh, get into the Word of God. And so the important thing is uh, for us to learn as much as we can, and uh, definitely challenges are good, because that gets us to to dive into the Word of God, and, I, and you're really to be appreciated. Uh, like I said, I, I understood what scholarship was when I, I uh, came uh, and visited you, and you were working on the uh, Treasury. And I looked at all those papers everywhere, and I said, I hope Mr. Smith does not ask me to help him. And you didn't. <laughs> it was a big project, Pastor Moss, and back then, all I had, and I didn't have it at first, was an Apple II Plus computer with CPM WordStar and floppy disks the five and a quarter inch size, and it took a whole bunch of those floppy disks to contain everything that I put in it. Well, well it felt to me as if, you know, that uh, you turned your, uh, your, your, your apartment there into some kind of scientific laboratory, and instead of, uh, you know, uh, glasses around and tubes, you had all these papers everywhere. And it was amazing to see. It was like watching a scientist work. And I said to myself, boy, I think I, I like to teach, but this scholarship stuff is not for me because it was really, really something. But God has blessed you and blessed you to bless a lot of people. 
And uh, but we cut, we've cut into your time, Mr. Smith. You gave us a lot. Uh, next time we're going to let you start out uh, with uh, uh, just your points, and I'm not going to ask you any pesky questions. So. Yep. I hope that I can continue next time with my fifth reason for studying the scripture, and that is to receive guidance for daily living. And boy, we got some good stuff for you on that. All right. Well, that's what we'll be looking at next time. And thank you very much. And we continue to pray for you and your and your wife and your family. God bless you, Mr. Smith. Thank you, Pastor Moss. All right. All right. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Get Fit to Quit, the modern no-nonsense system that's helping tobacco users kick the habit, is available at gotahalfitnow.com. Alpha Lifestyle Center for Nicotine Addiction is offering $1,000 toward the Quit with Alpha program for $500 when purchased through this radio station. It's easier to follow a great plan than create one. For the most responsible, reliable, and exciting help to quit smoking, visit gotahalfitnow.com to register for the free online Quit with Alpha Masterclass and apply $1,000 toward the cost. Faith Talk has partnered with Westside Christian Academy, providing tuition at half off. Go to tuitionvouchers.com and get $2,000 off their first year at Westside Christian Academy in Detroit. That's half off tuition. Restrictions do apply, so review those carefully and get the Christian education you want for your kids or grandkids at tuitionvouchers.com. That's half off tuition for Westside Christian Academy at tuitionvouchers.com. Meet Tim. Hey, what's up? He's the person you hired for your digital marketing strategy. And when he's done battling aliens on his PS5 in his parents' basement, I'm sure he'll get right to work. Now, meet the team at Salem Surround. What's up? Over 200 digital media strategists with all the current digital tools, resources, and training bringing your business the real results you need. These are the people who are passionate about your marketing success and will work 24-7 to deliver customers to you and your business. So, Tim. Yes, level 12. I'm going to be here all night. Or the team at Salem Surround. Why trust your digital marketing to one person when you can hire a whole team? Nationwide exposure, experience, and expertise. Let our team of experts focus on your digital marketing strategy so you can focus on your business. It's an easy decision. To learn more about Salem Surround or for a free, no-obligation digital audit, visit us at surrounddetroit.com. Are you ready for a life-fulfilling getaway where you can join renowned Bible teachers, best-selling authors, and award-winning worship artists in breathtaking locations? Sail the Sea of Galilee, gaze at the majesty of towering Alaska glaciers, or bask in the warmth of the Caribbean sun. Christian travel is the best way to see God's creation, and Inspiration Cruises and Tours will provide unforgettable moments just for you. For more information, visit inspirationcruises.com or call 800-247-1899. Download the free Radio.com app at the Apple Store or Google Play to listen to WLQV, FM 92.7, and AM 1500 Faith Talk Detroit. Anytime, anywhere, hear the very best in local and national Bible teachings and preaching from ministry leaders across the Motor City and around the country. Discover engaging faith-based programs, inspiring sermons, Christian talk, and local sports on WLQV, FM 92.7, and AM 1500. Stream Faith Talk Detroit live on Radio.com today.
diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-555-2085. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. You're on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss on the Bible Talk program. Uh, any questions you have about the Word of God is welcome here. Uh, I have things to talk about, but I'm sure you do too. So all you've got to do is call that number, area code 866-423-9578. And if you want to support this program with a monetary donation, you can do that also by uh, uh, mailing uh, what you have for us to 05877, 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Once again, 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Make out those checks to Bible Camp Ministries. We would appreciate it very, very much. All right. Uh, also, to let you know, it'll be a conference on the way. That's right. Uh, Saturday, it'll be here with us. Uh, we encourage you to come. Uh, uh, Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries, 10709 Grand River. We have handouts for you uh, filled filled with information. Uh, Also, we're following all of the CDC rules. We encourage you to come to be a part of this. Arrival time should be at about 10 o'clock, and uh, we're going to be there having a good time as we look at the subject of apologetics. Uh, In fact, uh, it's apologetic boot camp, training Christians to be able to preach and defend the faith. So remember that. All right, we left last time without me fully answering a question. What is the blasphemy against the Holy Spirit? What is the blasphemy against the Holy Spirit? Now, in the Bible, there are many kinds of blasphemies that can be forgiven. But the Bible says that the blasphemy against the Holy Spirit, as you'll see, cannot be forgiven, cannot be forgiven. Question is, what is it? The Bible tells us. The Bible tells us. It's not something left to speculation. Over in Matthew chapter 12, okay, verse 22, going to look at this in your Bibles. Okay? And of course you've got your Bible with you. What's the name of the program? Strictly Biblical. Okay? Bible Talk. That's right. The Bible Talk program was Strictly Biblical. Here in Matthew chapter 12, verse 22, uh, we're dealing with Jesus, dealing with the Pharisees. Now, notice carefully what the blasphemy against the Holy Spirit is, right? says, Matthew 12, 22, Then was brought unto him one possessed with a devil, blind and dumb. When it says a devil, it means demon here. It says, with a demon, 
blind and dumb. And he healed him. Jesus healed him. Insomuch that the blind and dumb both spake and saw. He was not able to speak, and he was not able to see, and Jesus healed him. Healed him. And all the people were amazed. Who wouldn't be? I mean, who wouldn't be amazed at seeing something like that? Uh, so, here in Matthew twelve twenty three, and all the people were amazed and says, "It's not this the son of David." Okay, okay. And they were knowing, thinking in the Old Testament, the son of David, the Messiah, right? Verse twenty four. <clears throat> well, when the Pharisees heard it, okay, when the Pharisees heard of this, did they shout? Did they say hallelujah? Okay, no. But when the Pharisees heard it, they said, "This fellow doth not cast out demons, but by Beelzebub, the prince." of the demons. Wow! So here, they saw God's miracles right before their eyes. They looked at it, okay? And they said that what Jesus did was not of God, it was from the devil. Wow! That is a serious charge. Serious charge, right? And then, yeah, verse 25, Jesus Knew their thoughts. Okay? Jesus knew what they were thinking. Jesus knew their thoughts and said unto them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and every city or house divided against itself shall not stand. What was he saying basically to them? He said, uh, and, uh, let me break it down in my vernacular, what you're saying is absurd. If the devil is casting out the devil, then he's destroying his own kingdom. Okay? It makes no sense. Okay? So why would the devil do that? In other words, what he's telling us there is something very important too. Um, the devil uh, is king over demons, some demons who follow him. The devil, in other words, we, I used to hear a lot of um, uh, charismatics go around talking about the dummy devil. We need to stop wasting our time uh, trying to uh, uh, call, name call the devil and just deal with casting him out. Because I'm here to tell you one thing. The devil is not dumb. Okay? He's not dumb. He didn't cause all this damage that he's causing and more to come if he was dumb. Okay? So we need to realize that. Okay? But when the Pharisees, though, heard it, they said, This fellow does not cast out demons, but by Beelzebub, the prince of the demons. And Jesus knew their thoughts and said unto them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. And every city or house divided against itself shall not stand. And then, showing them the logical absurdity of what they said, and if Satan cast out Satan, he's divided against himself. How shall then his kingdom stand? And if I by those above cast out demons, by whom do your children cast them out? Wherefore they shall be your judges. But if I cast out De devils or demons by the, uh, by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God is come unto you. Or else how can one enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods, except he first bind the strong man, and then he will spoil his house? Notice verse 29. Let's uh, uh, throw some Christian living into this thing, right? Verse 28, Matthew 12, 28, If I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, Okay? Then the kingdom of God is come unto you. Or else how can one enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods? Understand this. The devil 
is a strong man. That's right. He's not a man at all. This is just describing him. He, the devil, has powers. Okay? And the only thing, the only thing that can challenge the power of the devil is not your nature, your humanity, your knowledge, your intellect. You need the authority of Jesus. Plain and simple. Okay? We, we forget that we're dealing with a strong man, someone who Jesus says was a strong man. So stop all this talk, the dummy, devil, this and that. Quit talking about him and just cast him out and just resist the things that he wants to pull us into, right? So, so that's what he said. We need to remember that. Jesus' assessment. He said he called him a strong man. Or, or else, verse 29, or else how can one enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods except he first find a strong man, and then shall he spoil uh, his house. Now, understand, you can't bind him. The only person who can bind or stop Satan in his actions is Jesus Christ, God, Almighty God. Remember that. Okay? Verse 30, he that is not with me is against me. He that gathers not with me scatters abroad. Jesus is getting very serious here. Then verse 31, wherefore I say unto you, all manner of sin. Now this is interesting. Okay? Here in Matthew twelve thirty one, Wherefore I say unto you, all manner of sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven unto men. Okay? So in other words, blasphemy is not the problem. We shouldn't do it. It's bad. Okay? It's horrific. But, okay, but he says, wherefore I say unto you, all manner of sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven unto men. But, the blasphemy against the Holy Ghost shall not be forgiven unto men. Okay? This is something, a sin, that cannot be forgiven. That is blasphemy against the Holy Ghost. That's exactly what Jesus says in Matthew chapter 12, verse 31. He goes on, verse 32. And whosoever speaks a word against the Son of Man, okay? yeah, it shall be forgiven him. Okay? So you can say something against Jesus, he says... And that can be forgiven of you, okay? When you come to your senses, I guess. But, look at it again, verse 22. And whosoever speaks a word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven him. But, whosoever speaks, who speaks against the Holy Ghost, it shall not be forgiven him, neither in this world, neither in the world to come. Listen to that again. And whosoever speaks a word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven him. But whosoever speaks against the Holy Ghost, it shall not be forgiven him, neither in this world, neither in the world to come. What does that mean? I believe it means this. If you can see God's power manifested right before your eyes, where you know, you know that what you're witnessing is a miracle, and you attribute that miracle done by God to the devil, so that every time a miracle is performed, Every time you see uh, uh, these things take place, instead of you realizing that this is God, you say it's the devil, okay? You're in trouble. If you can look at the universe, the order of the universe, the sun, the moon, the stars, knowing that from nothing, nothing comes, and, know that, and knowing too in your mind that where there is design, there must be a designer. No one's going to find a watch in the desert, and say it just popped up like this. 
<laughs> Somebody with a mind put it there. Okay? Blasphemy against the Holy Ghost is where you see God in action. Okay? And you look at the power of God, obviously before your face, and you reject it. Okay? That is the unforgivable sin. Okay? Oh, not according to me. Right according to what it says here. Okay? In Matthew 12, in verse 32 again, And whosoever speaks a word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven him. But whosoever speaks against the Holy Ghost, it shall not be forgiven him. Neither in this world, neither in the world to come. Either make the tree good and its fruit good, or else make the tree corrupt and its fruit corrupt. For the tree is known by his fruit. Okay? Okay? Old generation of vipers, how can you being evil speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. A good man, out of the good treasure of the heart, brings forth good things. And an evil man, evil treasure, uh, brings forth evil things. All right. So blasphemy against the Holy Spirit is to see God's glory. Just, just, right, just look right at it and, and then deny that that is God. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss on the Bible Talk program. Now, uh, Tiffany's in the house, she's there, uh, if you've got uh, Bible questions that you need to ask, uh, she will uh, pass you through, okay? All you've got to do is call that number, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866 866- Four two three nine five seven eight to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Going to take a break, and we'll be right back. F45 Training in Rochester Hills has teamed up with GottaHalfItNow.com to offer you a great half-off deal. Get a one-month unlimited training membership to F45 Training in Rochester Hills for only $110. It's 45 minutes of functional training with a mix of circuit and high-intensity interval training. GottaHalfItNow.com is your place to buy gift certificates for shopping, dining, and activities around Detroit. Get a $50 gift certificate for $25 to Rams Horn of Rochester Hills. $50 gift certificates for $25 are available now to enjoy clean and healthy water in your home or office from Water Pure Water. Additional offers include a $50 gift certificate for $25 to relax and rejuvenate at Spa Mariana in Birmingham. And Kaya Smokehouse Grill in Wolverine Lake is offering $40 of mouth-watering barbecue for $20. Certificates are ready for you to buy immediately. Visit gottahalfitnow.com. That's gotta, H-A-L-F-itnow.com. This is Daryl Wood. By now, you've all heard me talk about my pillow and how it has literally changed the way I sleep. The pillows don't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape, and they're made in the USA. For a limited time, Mike is offering his premium my pillows for his lowest price ever. You can get a queen premium my pillow for $29.98, regularly $69.98. That's a $40 savings. Kings are only $5 more. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, $29.98 for a queen size premium go to mypillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use the promo code run to win you will also get deep discounts on all my pillow products including the giza dreams bed sheets the my pillow mattress topper and my pillow towel sets or call 800-919-5912 800-919-5912 800-919-5912 and use the promo code run to win at checkout for the best night's sleep in the whole wide world visit mypillow.com 
This is Life Issues with Brad Mattis, president of Life Issues Institute. Advocates of euthanasia have used advanced directives as a benign choice for patients to direct their health care. But the next step of this slippery slope is now being pushed called Advanced Directive Implant. It's an implant that would deploy lethal poison with the onset of dementia. The authors admit the technology isn't there yet, but believe it's on the horizon. They say it'd be okay when accompanied by safeguards, but we've learned those safeguards quickly disappear. Oregon's assisted suicide law has no state oversight and is dependent on self-reporting by doctors who kill their patients. Rarely are patients referred to psychologists. The authority over life and death belongs in the perfect hands of our creator, not man. For more information, visit our website at lifeissues.org. And stay informed, more informed than you've ever been. Heart for Lebanon is serving the hurting, displaced families in response to the crisis in Lebanon. Here's Heart for Lebanon's co-founder, Tom Adama. Thousands have been displaced. Their homes of condos, townhouses, whatever, are totally destroyed. And so we have a team of 60 downtown Beirut that are helping these families and others put their lives back together again physically. That means that we're helping to clean up apartment complexes, storefronts, churches and with one christian college helping them make room in their dormitory for these displaced people and so we're downtown right now on the ground helping people take care of their physical needs which will lead to helping us help them with their emotional and spiritual needs you can invest in the ministry of heart for lebanon right now 116 dollars helps care for two families for the next 60 days call 888-562-4244 that's 888-562-4244 or click the crisis in lebanon banner at faithtalkdetroit.com download the free radio.com app at the apple store or google play to listen to wlqv fm 92.7 and am 1500 faith talk detroit anytime anywhere hear the very best in local and national bible teachings and preaching from ministry leaders across the motor city and around the country discover engaging faith-based programs inspiring sermons christian talk and local sports on wlqv fm 92.7 and am 1500 stream faith talk detroit live on radio.com today A number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air just like Tina from Detroit is right now. How you doing, Tina? Yeah. Okay, Tina, what's on your mind? I, I'm not quite understanding the blasphemy against the Holy Ghost. Can you explain it a little more? I'm sorry. Okay, no problem. No problem no problem at all. What had happened was in Matthew chapter twelve, and it is really if you could just imagine this, this happened right in front of people's eyes. Uh someone who was blind, okay, couldn't see. In fact the people knew of um uh, about this person. It says in verse twenty two, then was brought unto him one possessed with a devil. Blind and dumb. So not only could the person not see, couldn't speak. And never had, right? Jesus comes along, okay? He heals the guy right in front of him, in front of everybody, okay? And everybody who saw it, okay, other than the Pharisees and Sadducees said, wow, okay? This must be the son of David, okay? This must be the Messiah. They looked at that, 
they looked at that miracle, and what they said was, no, no, okay? Uh, the power that he used to do that did not come from God. It came from the devil. Now, if you can see God's power displayed right in front of your face and then turn around and deny it, that is what is called the blaspheme, blaspheming against the Holy Spirit, okay? Um, uh, attributing God's work to the devil is one of the worst things that you can do. That means you're blocking all attempts of God to reach you, and that is the unforgivable sin. Does that make it any uh, uh, more helpful for you? Yes, it does. So does that mean that someone can't, um, their eyes can't, if they turn around from that um, train of thought, that they'll never be forgiven? It's not that they can't. It's, it's that they won't. In other words, if seeing God's actions makes you more and more, it, it makes you want to rebel against God more and more, then, of course, someone who does not do that, okay, and who repents from that, is, can, you know, can make it. But the blasphemy against the Holy Spirit means that every time God does something in front of you, okay, uh, you can look right at it, and it's of the devil. I mean, what can happen? How are you going to change if everything you see that God has done, create the moon, the stars, the sun, uh, and then in this case, a miracle, okay? Uh, a person who couldn't see, couldn't, uh, couldn't hear, uh, somebody who couldn't talk. Jesus does it through the power of God. And you turn around and say the power that was done to make that guy well is of the devil. If you're locked into that position, you're in trouble, okay? In trouble. But you know how those people that um, don't believe in God, I can't think of the word right now, um, they deny God, but then, I mean, something can happen in their lives that, you know, they see the errors of they, their ways, and they turn around and they accept Christ. Yeah, that's not bad me against the Holy Spirit. That's what, we, that's what happened to all Christians, that we turned around that we allowed the Lord to turn us around, right? But the people who blaspheme against the Holy Spirit, there's nothing God can do that makes them turn around. In fact, this class of people, uh, when, when he does something, they just attribute it to something else. Okay? Uh, and, and what happens is there's certain people that, you know, sin and backslide. There's certain people that are just reprobates. That means unbelievers, uh, even though they could be in a church. 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 5 talks about that, where it says, this is 2 Corinthians 13, 5, Examine yourselves, whether you be in the faith. Prove your own selves. Know you not your own selves, how that Jesus Christ is in you, except you be reprobates. He, here he writes this to the Christian church, and he's talking about people who are there for food, fun, and fellowship, but they're not saved. Okay? Reprobate means counterfeit. Okay? Uh, and uh, one way you can uh, get into being a counterfeit is nothing that God does impresses you. Miracles were performed right before their eyes, and they didn't believe it. But I'm still, I guess I'm still, I still, I do understand what it means blaspheming against the Holy Ghost now. But are you saying that no one can ever turn from that or see any different or their eyes be open to see any difference? Not if in their blasphemy, uh, in their blasphemy, everything that God does, they attribute it to the devil. 
And that was the case here with these. In other words, there's nothing that Jesus was going to do that the, uh, that the Pharisees, these evil Pharisees, were not going to, and Sadducees, were going to accept. Even when he did a miracle, they said it was of the devil. Okay? So, that, so these are the hardened people. Oh, there's all of us. You know, uh, we had to wrestle with, uh, God had to wrestle with us, and uh, we let him wrestle and win. And so we acknowledged his power and we got saved. But those in this category don't do that, okay? Now, of course, so definitely uh, God knows who those folks are. But the thing is, blasphemy is a dangerous thing. But if you can look at God's miracles and reject them continually, you're done. That's the basic thing. Tina, I thank you for calling but. All right. Appreciate her call. Good question. Uh, there's some real tough stuff in the Bible. But uh, one thing, and I'm sure many of you know people who harden their heart. That's what uh, Pharaoh did. If you just read from Exodus chapter 5 through uh, 9, actually, he just hardened his heart. No matter what miracle God did, he still would not let the uh, people go. Okay? That's the kind of stuff that we're talking about. Well, great being with you. Great being with Mr. Smith as well. Remember the Apologetics Conference. Uh, you don't want to miss it. Uh, it's going to be fantastic. Okay. Uh, what is the day of it, Sister Moss? August 28th. August 28th, okay, which is on Saturday. Uh, 10 o'clock we'll be there. I just had Sister Moss answer that quickly. <laughs> uh, $20 is a tuition uh, cost. You don't want to miss it. Handout uh, that you will get will be filled with information. Be there. Or as they say on the streets, be there or be square. 10709 Grand River, we'll be looking for you. Uh, this is Pastor Moss. Thanking you very much. Be strictly biblical and we'll see you next time. Bye, Tiffany. Sponsored by Bible Bootcamp Ministries. The following program is sponsored by Bible Bootcamp Ministries. Faith Talk has partnered with Westside Christian Academy, providing tuition at half off. Go to tuitionvouchers.com and get $2,000 off their first year at Westside Christian Academy in Detroit. That's half off tuition. Restrictions do apply, so review those carefully and get the Christian education you want for your kids or grandkids at tuitionvouchers.com. That's half off tuition for Westside Christian Academy at tuitionvouchers.com. Download the free Odyssey.com app at the Apple Store or Google Play to listen to WLQV FM 92.7 and AM 1500 Faith Talk Detroit. Live and on demand, hear the very best in local and national Bible teachings and preaching from ministry leaders across the Motor City and around the country. Discover engaging faith-based programs, inspiring sermons, Christian talk, and local sports on WLQV FM 92.7 and AM 1500. Stream Faith Talk Detroit live on Odyssey.com today. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.